Today, Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message from the Word of God that will inspire and it will encourage you. Join us as he teaches on Friend. How do you speak to a friend? I'm not talking about a casual acquaintance. I'm talking about a true friend. Someone you can count on. Someone that is faithful, loyal, helpful, understanding. I'm talking about a true friend. God is our very best friend, or he should be. His friendship is a role model for what other friendships should be. In Proverbs 18 and 24. But there is a friend who sticketh closer than a brother. Sticketh closer. Now, I've never had an individual friend that even come close to comparing to Jesus because they can't. It's impossible. The greatest friend of all is the Lord Jesus Christ. He will be there in good times and in bad times. He says in Hebrews 13 and 5, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That that goes all over me because regardless of where I've been, if it was in the hospital, if it was in the surgery room, wherever it was, there was, might have not been nobody there that I knew, but I knew one thing. I knew that my father, my best friend, was right there with me at all times. He comforted me. He reassured me. I could feel his presence at all times. I love him above everything. I would take nothing for the relationship and the friendship that I have with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. As I told someone the other day, the Holy Spirit is more real to me than you are to me. Oh, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Go to Exodus. 33. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, my Father. And let's start at 7. Now, it was Moses' practice to take the tent of meetings and to set up some distance from the camp. Everyone who wanted to make a request to the Lord would go to the tent of meetings outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meetings, all the people, think about this, all, how many people? All the people would get up and stand in the entrance of their own tent 
they would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went in the tent, the pillow of a cloud would come down and hover at the entrance. While the Lord spoke, think about this, while the Lord what? While the Lord spoke to Moses. And when the people saw the cloud, he would stand at the entrance of the tent. They would stand and bow down in front of their own tent. Inside the tent meeting, the Lord, listen, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one would speak to a what? To a what? To a friend. Are you a friend of God? Have you been face to face with the master? Are you spending time with the Lord? Afterwards, Moses would return to the camp. But the young man who was assigned to him, Joshua, and the son of Nun would stay. Would what? He would stay at the tent of meetings. God was getting him ready for what he had for him. Are you in the house? Face to face. Do you spend time with your friend? I'm talking about the Lord. Real friendship, you're honest with them. What's quiet in here? But real friendship, you're what? Honest with them. You go to your father, your best friend, and you tell him everything. He already knows everything, so you might as well tell him everything. Confide in him. Let him know that you know that he knows it all. And he wants to move on your behalf with your situation. An earthly friend can only do so much. They're limited. But God, hallelujah, God Almighty is unlimited. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ever think of. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Now, in Exodus, because we know, 34, we know that if you spend time with the Lord, it will change you. It will what? You will not be the same by being in His presence that you was when you weren't in His presence. You cannot come in the presence of Almighty God and remain the same. You can't do it. That's why it's important to come to church because you're coming in the presence of Almighty God with the unity of the saints. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. 
In Exodus 34, 35. And the people of Israel would see the radiance, radiant glow of his face. So he would put the veil. Think about this. He'd put what? A veil over his face. Until, until what? Until he returned with the Lord again. From time to time, what's he doing? Going from glory to glory. Hallelujah. If you spend enough time with the Lord, everybody is going to know it. I'll say it again. If you spend enough time with the Lord, everybody's going to know it. You go somewhere, and automatically, if they don't know you at all, they see something different. They see something different about you. I've had people tell me or ask me, what is it about you? You're different. Why am I different? Because I have been with the Lord. I have been in the presence of the Lord. I chose to yield myself unto the Lord Jesus Christ, allowing Him to be Lord of my life in every area, not keeping Him out of anything. He's in everything. I said He's in everything that I do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why did Moses have such favor with God. It certainly wasn't because he was perfect, gifted, powerful. Rather, it was because he was chosen. Chosen. I'm here today to tell you, you're chosen. I said, you're chosen. Hallelujah. Moses did things that he shouldn't have done. Have you? We all have. Hallelujah. He even killed a man. But you ain't done that, I don't think. Hope not. Don't ever do it if you don't have to. Hopefully you don't ever have to. Hallelujah. I claim that you don't in Jesus' name. But God chose him. And he had to go way out on the desert to find him. To get him back where he belonged. And had to light a bush up. What's he having to do to get your attention? I said, what's he having to do to get your full attention? Moses relied upon the God's wisdom, his direction. In other words, he relied upon thus saith the Lord. He relied upon the word of God. What are you relying on? What's causing your direction? Where's your wisdom coming from? It must come from the Lord. We need to rely upon His wisdom, upon His knowledge, His guidance, upon His Word. Hallelujah. He was chosen, but Jesus Christ, God Almighty, has chosen you for such a time as this. You know, we look around the world today and we think, oh, look at what's going on. 
But think, he put you and he put me here for such a time as this. We're the ones to do something about it. We're the ones to pray about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Ephesians, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with him who you united with. Verse four, even before, listen, even before he made the world, in other words, the foundations of the world was made, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. In whose eyes? His eyes. He didn't say necessarily your neighbor. My neighbor may think that I got some faults. And he may think, right. Hello. Well, you got some too. <laughs> but in the eyes of my father, the blood of Jesus has covered me. Hallelujah. I have no faults because every time I think that I've done something wrong, thought the wrong thought, raised my voice or whatever I might have done, Lord, forgive me. Quick to ask. Quick to ask. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone else may see my flaws, but he don't see them because I put them under the blood of Jesus immediately. Praise God. You must do the same thing to keep him as your best friend. He has called you to be his friend. I said he has called you to be his friend. Do you trust him like Moses did? Moses trusted him. We must trust him also. In John 15 and 15, no longer call you slave because a master doesn't confide in his slave. Now, you are my friend since I have told you everything. What did he tell him? Everything the Father told me. Woo! He's told you everything. He's told us what? Everything. He holds nothing. Nothing. Nothing back. What a God. What a God. In Proverbs 17, 17, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. Praise his name. I said, praise his name. God called Moses his friend. We are his friend. If we are true to him, if we seek him, if we love him, then we are his friend and he's our friend. John 14 and 15. 
If you love me, obey my commandments. What are we talking about? If you truly love the Lord, you're going to do what He says. In other words, you're going to keep His Word. You're going to live according to His Word. Hallelujah! Not ain't Lucy's or ain't Susie's or whoever, but according to what? Thus saith the Lord. Are you after His heart? David was a man after God's heart. In 1 Samuel 13 and 14, the Amplified says, The Lord sought out David, a man after his own heart. You want the Lord to seek you out? Go after the heart of God. Go after the heart of God. Hallelujah! Are you after the heart of God? I'm after the heart of God. I want the mind of Christ. Are you with me? In the heart of God. Hallelujah. Our hearts must be open. Must be open. Jesus is a role model of how we're supposed to be a friend. Because he is the truest friend. He is a friend with no limits. He is unlimited. There is absolutely nothing that he will not do for you. Nothing. Somebody ought to give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to his name. If you have you committed your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Today's your day. He wants to be your friend. He desires to be your friend and He wants you desire for Him to be your friend. I'm going to ask everybody to repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins, all of my trespasses. I turn my heart, my life, my everything over to you. Jesus, wash me, cleanse me in the blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chapman, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas. Come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit worshiptabernacle.tv and have a Jesus-filled day.